This is Dr. Kara Shepard, and you're listening to Goat Talk with the Goat Doc. Thanks for listening to episode six of Goat Talk with the Goat Doc. This is another episode that I recorded on the road. It's becoming a bit of a trend, and I hope that's going okay for everybody. This episode is going to talk about goat eye issues in kids and adults and what I do with those. And hopefully there's some helpful info out there in this episode for goat owners. And I would just like to take a second and ask if you can please take a moment to rate and review in Apple Podcasts. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. I'm going to make some good show notes for this episode, too. I have some really good eye issue photos, and I'll talk about it in the episode of what there'll be pictures of. If eyes totally gross you out, you probably don't want to check out the show notes. There's some pretty... Uh, impressive pictures of some silly things that goats have done with their eyes. Uh, some of these have been posted on my Instagram too. If you do the Instagram at all, I've never, I haven't mentioned this before, but I do Instagram. It's goat underscore doc. So you can find me on Instagram if that is one of the things that you like. Uh, so without further ado, here comes the episode and I hope you enjoy it. Please share with your friends and subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks a lot. Hey, everybody. It's Dr. Kara Shepard, and you're listening to Goat Talk with the Goat Doc. I'm on the road at the moment and just wanted to take a moment to talk about eyes in goat kids and adult goats and a couple of the really common problems that happen and what I do about them. So I like eyes. I think ophthalmology is super cool. If you're a veterinary ophthalmologist, it's a great specialty to have. There's not a lot. I mean, there's a couple like eye emergencies where, you know, you have to do something about it immediately or you could lose the eye. But then having said that, the worst thing that can happen with an eye is that you lose the eye. And animals typically do really well with one eye, especially our small animal pet species, dogs and cats, tend to do really well with one eye. Uh, goats maybe less so because they're a prey species and they have a different field of vision than dogs and cats do um, and maybe more stressful for them but I have seen goats heal their eyes from some pretty wild things. I'm going to talk a little bit about kid eye problems and then talk a little bit about adult eye problems. So in goat kids, the absolutely like most common thing I see is a, an eye infection or corneal ulcer, which is secondary to what we call entropion. And entropion is a doctor word for rolling in of the eyelid. So goat kids for whatever reason and lambs uh, tend to have this occur not infrequently uh, but it's a pretty easy correction and sometimes can be handled at home or if you needed a veterinarian to do it they absolutely should be able to to address it 
but so entropion is the rolling in of the eyelid if you look carefully at a goat's eyelid or your own eyelid or like a dog or a cat um there's a what we call a, a I guess it's, excuse me, a mucocutaneous junction. So there's the lubricated, wet inner part of the eyelid where the conjunctiva is. So the conjunctiva is the the tissue surrounding the globe, the eyeball itself. And there's, then it, there's a junction where the, the, um, the eye, kind of like where the eyelashes are, and then there's like the normal haired skin. So in goat kids, sometimes they're born and the eyelid is pushed inwards. Uh, that that very edge of the eyelid is turned in, so the haired part of the skin is rubbing on the eye. Sometimes this can be hard to see. There are little critters and their eyeballs are little. And if they're dark colored, especially um, in my experience, it seems to be a little bit harder to see um, that border of the eyelid where, you know, if you're not right up close to it, it can be hard to tell. Or if you haven't looked at a lot of goat kid eyelids very, very closely, it can also be hard to tell. But often, if you look at these, if you have a kid that you notice and it may have some teary discharge, like a watery eye, it may have opaque discharge, so like white or greenish tinged uh, colored kind of mucusy discharge at that eye. The fur around the eye may be wet. The kid may be squinting that eye and holding it closed. Those... Um, the first thing I look for in a goat kid that's doing that is entropion. So either eyelid can be affected. In my experience, it's more commonly the lower eyelid. Um, and what I'll do with those guys is just put my thumb, try to restrain them or have someone else restrain them, and put my thumb just below the eye and pull the skin away from the eye. And if you watch that carefully, if entropion is present, you'll see like the wet, hairy skin come away from the eye and then eventually the lid will pop out. The, the edge of the lid where the eyelashes are and you'll see that little line and all of a sudden on the other side of it there's no hair and it looks like what it normally should look like. Uh, sometimes if you don't notice this right away, the eyeball, the globe, can start to look kind of scary. Um, it can have what we call neovascularization, which is a fancy doctor word for uh, new vessels coming in onto the cornea, um, and that's what the red is. The, the vessels, we don't normally have vessels, and goats don't normally have blood vessels in the cornea, because if our corneas were covered with blood vessels, then we wouldn't be able to see through them. Um, but when there is damage to the cornea, which is super painful, um, the blood vessels need to grow into the cornea in order to bring the healing uh, proteins and cell signaling molecules and healing stuff in to fix that part of the eye. There's no, there's no other way for it to get there besides for the body to grow new vessels. So that's what it does and sometimes this can look really impressive and the eye can look very red and people often freak out and they're like oh my god he's blind or she's blind and they're gonna lose the eye and uh, what do I do but most of the time this is 
very fixable and will resolve once the primary issue, so the entropion is the primary issue, the eye isn't going to heal as long as it's got hairs rubbing up against it. So, like, think of if you get an eyelash in your eye or, like, a bug flies in your eye, that's super uncomfortable. So if you had like a hundred eyelashes in your eye, you know, your haired, your goat and your haired skin is rubbing on your eye all day, every day. It's super uncomfortable and it's not going to be able to heal until that's corrected. So sometimes with these guys, um, you can manually roll the eyelid away. Uh, So like I said, I put my thumb there and I pull the skin away and see if the lid pops out. And sometimes it'll stay. And sometimes in really fresh kids, it will stay. And like we feed our kids three to four times a day when they're really brand new. And they will unroll the eyelid every time we do that. And sometimes that's enough. And sometimes it's more persistent than that. And I will take a very small, I'll usually use like a a tuberculin injection needle, so like a 25-gauge needle, and have my husband restrain the kid really, really well and inject a little bit of sterile saline into the skin just below the, the affected part of the eyelid. So that will kind of stretch the skin out and force the eyelid to stay that way for a little while. And sometimes that's enough. Sometimes we have to do it like a couple times, but sometimes that's enough to train the eyelid to stay in the right orientation. The longer these tend to persist, the longer it tends, or the like more significant the intervention tends to have to be. Um, the as the haired tissue of the eye is in contact with the um, the the wet part of the eye and the eye is making more tears because it's irritated and it's trying to flush the thing out that is bothering it uh, the that haired tissue isn't supposed to be wet and it gets like clammy and like soft and wet and swells and (laughs) it's kind of a, a compounding upon itself type problem so the longer it persists then it then it tends to at least in my experience need a more significant intervention which like the it's and I say more significant but it's really like not that big a deal at all um, is that it the kid needs a little suture to hold the eye closed or open hold the lid away from the eye hold it in the correct position allow it all to dry out allow it to stay where it's supposed to be for about a week and then usually they're fine Um, what I do with these guys is I just sedate them really quick and put one or two sutures to tack the eyelid open and then call it good Uh, sometimes I'll give them a little bit of a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory because like I said these things are painful and then leave it alone sometimes after about seven days the suture will come out on its own or sometimes after if it hasn't then at about 10 days I'll just snip it out and usually they're fine I had one of these in one of my own doe kids this spring and 
I took a picture every day of her healing. Uh, once I had placed the suture in, we tried all the things with her, unrolling the lid. We injected some saline a couple of times, but she had a really stubborn one. So I sedated her, I put a suture in, and she's good to go. And she's doing just fine now, and her eye is perfect and beautiful. So I took a picture every day, which is nice to see the progression and how quickly these things can heal when they are corrected. Um, So I'll post those on the show notes at goatdoc.com, and... You can see what I'm talking about there. And next time I have to do one of these, maybe I'll try to get somebody to take a video. Um, I'm getting close to work at the moment, headed into the clinic. So I'm going to pause and then I'll come back to this maybe on the way home and talk about eye stuff in adult goats and what I do about that. Alright, so back for part two about goat eyes and going to move on to adult eye issues now. Um, So more commonly in adults, they can certainly have a conjunctivitis type syndrome or pink eye or uh, trauma to an eye which can have a sequela which is like something that happens after an inciting incident uh, so trauma happens to the eye and then there's a, a sets up an opportunity for an infectious organism that the body would normally be able to handle and it can't because it's already dealing with this trauma and then an infectious process sets up so Whatever the reason, uh, trauma to eyes or infection to eyes in goats, I often kind of handle the same way. I've seen these get pretty impressive. I've seen a good number of goats with very deep corneal ulcers, which may be secondary to trauma or maybe a really like small inciting trauma that gave some organism an opportunity to establish an infectious process and then really go to town on the eyeball. And I've even seen some goats perforate their globes, which means they, the entire outer part of the eyeball, the outer layer was uh, either infected or traumatized enough that it ruptured. Uh, the inside of an eyeball is a liquid, a kind of gelatinous liquid Uh, There's aqueous humor in in part of the eyeball. If you've ever had like little floaters, if you look around and it looks like little bubbles and they move around, that's in the the liquid part of your eyeball and that's why it moves around and looks like floating when you move your eye because it's that that motion it's responding to. Um, but so yeah, I've I've seen glo- uh, goats rupture their globes from corneal ulcers, and it's really interesting. Like in veterinary school, we're taught that as soon as a globe ruptures, you need to take that eye out. And I had a big herd that I work with 
have a real good run of multiple really severe corneal ulcers in a handful, maybe like a half dozen to eight or ten of their animals. And not they all seem to be Toggenbergs, and this is a, a herd that has a variety of breeds. And for whatever reason, the Togs seem to be uh, disproportionately affected. And a couple of them actually ruptured their globes. And I was like, oh, we should take them out. And the herd manager told me, you know, they actually seem more comfortable and happier now that the eyeballs have ruptured. And we treated them medically, and over the course of several months, they were able to heal those eyes, which is pretty crazy. They were on systemic anti-inflammatories, they were on systemic antibiotics, uh, and some topical eye medications to help keep ocular pressures down, so to keep the, the pressure of the inside of the eye from increasing too much that, like... You're thinking about like a water balloon or something like that. If the pressure inside is too much, then it bursts. So to help minimize the pressure and promote healing in that way, uh, those goats are still in the herd. And they, if you look carefully at them, you can see some scarring, some corneal scarring. And you can see some interesting eye changes where the iris, which is the colored part of the eye, uh, adhered to the front of the eye, so to the cornea, and the pupil is a little bit of a funny shape, or the, the shape of the iris is a little bit funny, but overall, like, when you're just looking at these goats, they uh, look pretty much fine. I've got some pictures that I can also put on the website, goatdoc.com, and uh, they're some progress pictures of how those eyes healed and they're kind of interesting and amazing and the healing process from to to have the eye remain certainly is a longer process than a healing process from an enucleation so an enucleation surgery is the removal removal of the eye but they kept the eye um, and they kept eating and you know, living while the eye was healing. So I, I don't know, just kind of interesting what they teach you in vet school, like, uh, the eye ruptured, take it out right away. And that's, you know, it's probably nicer for the animal to have some pain, like some post-operative pain for 14 days while the soft tissue heals versus months while the eye is healing. But I don't know. I, it's not necessarily for me to judge. Those animals still have their eyes. Um, so what I do with goats that look like they have pink eye, so called pink eye, again, with the neovascularization, the blood vessels coming in from the sclera, which is the white of the eye, and coming across the... Uh, cornea, which is the clear part of the front of the eye, to help to heal the eye. That part needs to happen. I basically try to promote that process. Apparently, I do this a little bit differently than some veterinarians. I've had really good luck just putting these guys on systemic medications. Uh, the tetracycline family of antibiotics... I've read in several places concentrates in the eye tissue 
Uh, so I tend to reach for that family of antibiotics and it provides assistance to the animal's normal immune system to stop having to fight the bacteria and concentrate on healing the eye lesion instead. The so, yeah, usually if there's not an obvious trauma to the soft tissue of the eye or something other complicating factor going on, usually these guys do pretty well. Um, they are a case-by-case basis, and they can, like I said, they can heal from some pretty impressive, scary-looking stuff. The other thing I've seen in mature animals is trauma to the eyelid, and of course this can happen to any species, and goats, you know, if you keep goats, they definitely can find creative ways to get in trouble, and things like eyelid lacerations can absolutely happen. Uh, and that's kind of a, I love a good laceration repair. Like I love, I love wound management and uh, fixing stuff like that. It's often very satisfying and very rewarding. The, those things should be addressed quickly. The sooner a wound, especially to the eye tissue, is attended to, the better chances you have of good healing and especially a good cosmetic repair. Uh, the things to do, I, I'll have another episode about wounds and wound management and wound healing, because like I said, I love that stuff. The thing to do while you're waiting for your veterinarian to arrive, these are you're going to have to have your vet see this if it happens. There's no animal that is going to let you suture its eye closed without sedation. So call your vet up and try to get them out sooner than later. They, uh, I'll sedate these guys and close up the laceration. And I've had good luck in all species that I've had to deal with eyelid mass removals or laceration repairs. Usually you can get a pretty good like cosmetic closure. And once the hair grows back, you can hardly tell. I'll usually put these guys also on a systemic anti-inflammatory, a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory for a few days to help with swelling and pain and help prevent them from like rubbing it on stuff or scratching it with their eyeball or scratching their eyeball with their foot. Uh, Goats are, you know, you can't put the cone of shame on goats or I guess you probably could try, but if they're in with other goats, the other goats are probably going to eat it and it's going to be difficult. (laughs) So uh, trying to prevent the goats from scratching it, rubbing it, certainly could do an eye patch. Uh, In cows, you can glue an eye patch on, or I saw a picture online in the not-too-distant past of someone who had made a creative eye patch for their cow with a bra um, that they cut one cup out of the bra and use the other cup to make the eye patch and the straps kind of made a nice holder for the whole thing um so some way to prevent that trauma while they get over the or prevent self-traumatization while they get over the pain of the the insults uh some also doing like a topical eye ointment during the healing time of an eyelid laceration a triple antibiotic ointment without a steroid in it is usually what i will reach for those are usually prescription medications that your veterinarian would have and give to you in that event so adult goats and eye issues 
kind of, you know, they happen. They're not too terrible and usually pretty treatable and workable. Um, like I said, other veterinarians maybe do prefer to not do systemic medications for eye infections. It's worked really well in my hands. Talk to your veterinarian about that. And uh, sometimes it may be more appropriate to use a topical only uh, medication because the eye tissue doesn't necessarily absorb some medications well from the systemic circulation. So I hope that was a helpful overview of eye problems in goat kids and adult goats. If you have any questions, please shoot me an email, goatdoccara at gmail.com, or shoot me a message through the website, goatdoc.com. And please, if you have a second, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, and help me get the actual only podcast about goats to be what comes up when you search goats on apple podcasts thanks again for listening and i'll talk to you next time